We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio WEEI. It's Christian Arcan, Megan Annalini here on Boston Sports Original. Nice to have you with us here today. We'll be joined by Brian Scalabrini in about 30 minutes. We'll get the White Mamba's take on uh, all things Celtics lately, including Jalen Brown, who was back at practice and uh, should be good to go tomorrow against Dude, Golden State. big game tomorrow night. Big, big Celtics game I tomorrow I want to talk night. about that. We'll talk baseball. Though. We'll get to that. Right after we get to this. Because this is huge news. Big news. Oh, my God. Your Boston Red Sox not taking the Trevor Story injury lying down. No, no. They're active. High and Bloom, active. Going out there and signing free agent outfielder Adam Duvall. That is right. Adam Duvall, formerly of the Cincinnati Reds, the Atlanta Braves. Played somewhere else, too. I forget. But uh, power hitter sometimes. I'll tell you what, I like this move when I saw you it. You do? I know you're sarcastic clapping, but I yeah, like this move. I, I like I'm Adam Duvall. Like, get up for this. Get I jump out of my chair. Well, it's not a bad baby. move, right? I mean, like, what? It's a filler move. Is it? It's a move that you made because you need to reshuffle around the entire infield. Now Kike can, can go to shortstop and where he hasn't even played. Like, he'll be playing out of position True. for most of the season. But you added a potential 30 home run hitter, maybe more. I mean, he profiles well at Fenway. Uh, you know, that's what that's what everyone's saying. Mm-hmm. Although, what batter has ever come to Fenway and someone's like, wow, this guy's really going to suck at Fenway? Exactly. It's never happened, ever in the history no, of normally baseball. Normally, it's the opposite. It's like, oh, this guy's going to mash. They, yeah, He's going to lo- wear out the monster, then he, he slugs for Luckily, like they play all their games in Fenway. Right. But so. just once, I'd like some <laughs> hitter to get, to get signed here and have everyone go, man, this guy uh, just bat wrong for Fenway. He's, He's not going to do well about here. Fenway. Hits everything to the triangle. Yeah, exactly. It's all the only thing he does. Um, but uh, he's 34 years old. As of right now, if they're moving uh, Kike into the infield, like you said, which is what I think a big part of this is, big part of the reason why they signed him, that means that he's now your starting center fielder. So mm-hmm. you got uh, Verdugo in left, uh, Yoshida in right, and now here's Adam Duvall in center field. And um, I'll tell you what, I think that there's much worse moves they could have made, but I also think... One year, $7 million for a guy who hit 38 home runs not too long ago. 
little little suspicious there, right? Like that seems that seems like a bargain, doesn't it? Like maybe almost too good of a deal. Almost like uh, nobody else wants them. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like scrap not much of a market, move. maybe. But I mean, we're not talking about a guy who who sucks. I mean, on base percentage hasn't been great. You know, he's not a. He's more of a. He's more of an Adam Dunn type, maybe, than a Xander Bogart. Not a traditional burner on the base path. I'll Definitely say he not. fits in with this team. We'll put it that way. One year, I mean, guys, kind look, of slow and crunchy looking. I don't know. <laughs> I, this is this is why I'm not like jumping out of my chair about this signing. Is that I really do feel like it's just a filler signing. It's tr- you're trying to solve part of the puzzle that has is your team falling apart because of. What happened with Trevor Story following what happened with Xander Bogarts? Right. And you're just, you're a worse team right now, I think, than you were last year. And you weren't good last year. So t- tell me where, like, what the improvement is with this. Um, it solves an issue that you created for yourself in the offseason. True. Although Trevor Story going down, they didn't create that. That just happened. No, and- but that became an issue because you couldn't sign Xander. Right. But you repla- you'd have to you replace Story either way. Year. You'd have to replace Story's production either way, even mm-hmm. if Bogarts was still here, and it does partially do that. Um, I think Duv- if Duvall stays healthy, which he doesn't always, and he's been traded a bunch. Like I mean, he's a guy who's been on the move a few times, uh, considering his numbers. So he can sort of provide that pop. You look at the lineup; there's not much there. That's sort of why I like it. Like it's really slim picking. So you put a a bopper in that lineup anywhere, and all of a sudden, I feel like you've improved it like considerably. Like that's that's why I like it. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, they still have plenty of work to do. But I consider this a net positive move. I'm not, I'm not going to rip it too much. Um, the only thing I'd say is that in a couple of years here, you're going to have a lot of DHs on this team, <laughs> assuming yeah. he sticks around. I don't know if it's He's just a one year thing, around. but uh, him, Justin Turner, Rafael Devers, like you already got some, it's some just, DHs. It's such a meh move on a meh team in an incredibly competitive division. So I don't like. I, I just don't know. This is this is Heim Bloom's Red Sox. This is where you're at. Where this is the news that comes down, and you're like, great, another, another like middling move. You're sitting on the fence again. Like I, I don't know how you're supposed to get excited about this. Oh, here's your sunny side: is that at the very least, this probably means that guys that you were relying on to be starters in your outfield, and I'm looking at you, Jaron Duran. And even though he did have a good season despite no expectations, I'm looking at you, Rob Refsider. These are guys that are going to be coming off the bench for you. You don't need to rely on Duran and Refsider to actually help your team win if they're on the bench. I'd feel a lot better knowing that, I mean, and I'm not even sure if Duvall is your starting center fielder. Maybe they move around. I mean, he's played 75 games in center field. He's more of a traditional left fielder. I don't know. Maybe they move Verdugo. Maybe it's, you know, Verdugo, uh, Masataka Yoshida, and Duvall. I feel a lot better than that as opposed to if we're putting Jaron Duran and Rob Refsnyder out there as your day one starter. Where did you grab 75? Because I think I saw 55. That's very possible. I was looking at the wrong okay. part of I think baseball he's only, reference. He, he's <laughs> only played 55 in center. I have 75 games uh, in three seasons. Center At field. center field? Yeah. I think I see that too, yeah. All right, then this article has it wrong. Nice well, job. Report. Either way, it's not a lot. I mean, it's not a lot of experience there. But as opposed a, to 566 games in left field. Sure, but he's also a pretty good defensive fielder. I mean, that's you know that's part of his his uh, scouting report is that uh, he does provide that kind of defense. I'll tell you what I like the most about this signing. One thing that 
sort of bothered me about inking Devers to all that money was that there's no protection in the lineup for him. This provides that, finally. And you lose Bogarts, you lose Story. Those are guys who, you know, with Devers batting before and uh, behind them, at least you got to throw him something. Right now, you don't have to throw anything to Rafael Devers. Devers, you can walk him every single time. You're not going to miss anything. But now, maybe not with, uh, with Duvall and his big bat there. Now... Duvall's had some tough years uh, from a batting average perspective. I like how you keep going back to that. You're like, there's been some lean times. There has. He's been, he's been traded a lot. Even recently, there's, I mean. Mm, the, the market out there doesn't seem to exist. What, he hit like 220 like that's, last that's year or something? That's the other thing. Like 213 213. Jeez, all right, not great. But so did Kyle Schwarber. Like, he had, a bad, he had a bad average last year, too. And you want Schwarber on your team, right? I mean, we all were mad that he left. So I see that as a similar move. I think that there's, I think this is good. I like this. I'm glad that they It's a uh, clean slate for him here. Yeah. You know? Okay, so, like, I'm not going to say that he's going to come in here and suck or anything. I just feel like this is an incredibly predictable Heim Bloom, and you talk about it doesn't seem like there was much of a market there. Well, that plays into Heim's hands because he doesn't know how to read the market. Because mm. he can't, you know, like, he doesn't know when to take a big swing or not. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, this makes sense in the short term. F- fill the, find the solution for the problem that you created. Woo! One year, Red seven Sox. million. That just that really screams of prove it deal. It's a band aid. You know? like no, a, it's a band aid. Let's see. You're let's duct see what you still got. it together. Mm. And if he proves it, then it, he's going to want money, and you're not going to get that here. So that's true. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Good luck out there, Adam. <laughs> Glad you could come by and uh, and prove it. I wonder why he needs to prove it. I wonder why that's the only market for him right now. Maybe there's well, something he's we don't 34, know. Yeah. And he was injured last year. With a sprained right wrist. Right, yeah, he banged into the wall or something, I think, uh, making a catch. Okay, maybe we don't put him in left field then. Yeah, big wall right there. Which is where a lot of uh, baseball players apparently go to kill their careers, is left field at Fenway Park. Look um, at you, Blake Swihart and Hanley Ramirez. Your outfield now, uh, Verdugo with Duvall and uh, Yoshida. How do you feel about that? I feel all right about Yoshida, I guess. Like, again, I'm not going to say that it's a clean slate there, so I'm not going to be like, oh, he sucks. It's just, I, I I don't know. I get, What more can you say about this? It's the most meh-to-suck team in the city right now. I think now. we're really uh, tempering our expectations of what this team is going to be in 2023. Now, 2024, all these guys coming off the book, look out, sky's the limit. But, I mean, this, this is starting to feel like, despite the fact, like, okay, You've re-signed Rafael Devers. We're all very happy about that, but you're not going to have Trevor Story to start the year, and for at least a couple of months, it's starting to feel kind of like a bridge year. A bridge year. It's feeling like a bridge year. Bridge to nowhere. Yeah, it's a what for a bridge for it to be a bridge year. There has to be something on the other side coming. Yeah, what's coming on the other side? Prospects Prospects coming. Okay, that's a long bridge. Yeah, it's a one-year bridge. It is. No, Why else would they be signing guys to one-year contracts? Because they're, they're going to f- blow it up and hope that the guys that are in the farm system are going to be good next year in 2024. That's why it's a bridge year. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say about this team. What was last year? A bad year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they started had to start the bridge. They tanked out. They had to you know, uh, Turner, apparently move on from people. Turner was a two-year contract, right? Justin Turner was two years, I think, so... Maybe the bridge is two years or something like that, but I, I think that, uh, you know, you're, yeah, it was two years, 22. So, like, 
you might be onto something there. Maybe they're just trying to clear up more space. I feel like they've done enough of that. And why, if that's what you're doing, give all that money to Rafael Devers? Like that's still what I'm sort of well, hung up on. Outside of third to base and second base, seats. there's nobody else that you want to commit to long term. I mean, are we going to do and Alex Verdugo when he's in the last year of his arbitration? Are we going to look to break the bank on him? Probably not. So yeah, you've got two positions that you're settled on. You've got some decent pitchers coming up that it's still big question marks as your Bayos and Winkowskis and whatnot. So yeah, you got a lot of positions. Oh yeah, you remember feel. Bayo Day last year? That's mm, the biggest day. day of the summer at the park. How he did has that turned go? it around though. He okay. he's going to be a super exciting pitcher. When? This year. This I, year? I will I will put money on that. How many like, wins? How many wins? Well, first of all, wins do not even matter in baseball. That's anymore. not what I asked you. I asked how you how many, many wins? wins. Hold on. Is that Heim Bloom I'd say 15 to body? 20. 15 to 20. 15 to 20, but they don't matter. <laughs> I mean, it, they don't. Like, it, as a statistic, they do not matter for measuring a pitcher's success. Um, Not directly. I'll agree with you there. But I do think they give you a bit of an idea what, what kind of pitcher you got. Um, It's not always dry. I remember King Felix won the Cy Young one year. He only won, like, 13 games. But I just, you know... Brian Bale, first of all, is he going to make that many starts? And second of all, I think he's an exciting pitcher too, but I don't know if he's ready to, to start putting up 15, 20 win seasons yet. I hope I'm wrong. I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to see Bayo. I'd like to see a lot of guys on this team. Well, uh, you need them because otherwise you're back to yeah. relying on Chris Sale and James Paxton. And I'm, I, look, you you're guys, doing that anyway. You guys can do I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sit and go, oh boy, I can't wait for Chris Sale to be the day one starter. And then we found out that, you know, he fell down the stairs getting his DoorDash or some crap like that. It's, I'm, I'm kind of done crossing my fingers hoping that the veterans of this pitching staff are going to be there when you need them. It's time to look to the future. You know what my favorite is? What's that? When Sale gets hurt. And then they find his like return date, and it's right around the trade deadline. And it's like, well, we don't even need to make a trade because no, because Chris, Chris Sale's right. coming back. That's it's like, like that'd be what like trade could we make that would yeah. even be better than that? <laughs> like, so, that happens all the time. That drives me insane. It's happened the last two summers. It's not happening again. It's I a different beast. Now. Really hope not. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your phone number. We'll get to your phone calls right after trending here with Ryan Garvin. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. 
And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing, no hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You see how happy I am? Listen to James Brown? No, because we get to talk about basketball now. Well, there you go. I didn't realize. I didn't know. I thought you were just a big uh, big James Brown fan. I do like James Brown. Who doesn't like James Brown? Um, Morons. That's right. I'll tell you what. I, I guarantee you Brian Scalabrini likes James Brown. He's going to be joining us here in about 10 minutes. Uh, we'll talk with him. In the meantime, uh, let's take a quick Celtics phone call here because I do want to get into a, uh, well, something that has been rumored now, which is devastating potential news for Megan Ottolini. Um, that is a, a team has been sniffing around her uh, her son, mm-hmm. her son Peyton Bridger, huh? looking for a uh, looking for a trade. Turn potentially. that nose around. We'll go to uh, Matt in Rhode Island first, though. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I could, I could just put you guys dancing around the studio when that rejoin came on, and it, it made me happy too. Very good. So, um, yeah, Golden State tomorrow night. I've had this circled on the calendar since the Celtics were rolling when we went into their um, at Golden State, and they got pretty much beat up. So um, when J- if Jalen Brown's going to be back tomorrow night, I'd like to really see them like kind of just bring him on slowly. And after- we're losing Ooh, you there, Matt. Right, Thanks Matt, for the call. Out there. Um, the news is uh, Jalen Brown participated in practice today, and obviously you want him for the Warriors game tomorrow night. But I agree, don't rush him along. When Jalen has an injury, it can really derail him mentally for a couple weeks it kind of takes him out of the mix it takes him out of his groove we've seen it in past seasons yep like out of all of the guys who get injured for some reason it seems to throw him off more he has an adductor strain which i is hate the, when i strain my adductor. yeah it's an inner part of your thigh and connects to like your hip and a bunch of other stuff okay so you know not a serious injury not like it's gonna but but don't let it get worse don't let it let don't let him compensate compensate with something else right and get a hip injury or something. And that's the thing is, in the past, you've seen Brown in particular, he gets injured, and sometimes they compound on themselves. He had the knee, he had the wrist that one year. I mean, that was there was uh, plenty of instances where you're sitting there going, man, I hope that whatever injury he's dealing with right now is not something that's going to bother him later down the road. And I feel like there's been a bunch of times that we've brought that up. Now, maybe that's not going to matter. Maybe it will. We'll see. But it's certainly something to keep an eye on here as uh, Jalen Brown just so integral to what this team does. Um, then there's this. Uh, this is from B-Rob over at Mass Live. Um, Peyton Pritchard's lack of consistent playing time in the Celtics rotation has unsurprisingly led to a number of playoff teams inquiring about the availability of the guard, including the defending champion Golden State Warriors. Uh, despite these overtures, Celtics have shown no interest in trading him, according to multiple sources, with Pritchard re-entering Boston's rotation during the past week following Jalen Brown's injury. I know that you are not a... Uh, uh, the person that can give a uh, clear, unbiased. conscious, unbiased uh, no, I can. The I thing can. here, I'm a but Peyton Pritchard. First of all, I sort of agree with this. I think he's too good to be buried at the bottom of this bench. I think that there's value there. Whether that value is on this team or in the trade market is for the Celtics to figure out. But I do think that something needs to something needs to give there at some point. Yeah, I'm curious what the Celtics specifically are looking for in getting back for him. Uh, whether it's a wing or uh, another backup big man behind Allen, Rob Williams, and, and like someone who, who you can squeeze in ahead of Luke Cornett, I guess. 
that would be really strong defensively. But with Peyton, it's just you have such depth at guard at the guard position mm-hmm. to the point where unless somebody is injured and out of the rotation, he's not seeing any meaningful minutes. And I think that's difficult for a young player like him to get into a shooting groove. And even like his position as being some kind of, you know, sniper from the three-point line or elsewhere on the court it has been, you have Hauser in there who has really taken over that role at times and then, you know, slumps like that position does. He just doesn't have a clear role on the team at this point. And it's unfortunate because you've seen him in previous seasons. Sometimes like last season, he was off to a little bit of a slow start and fell out of the rotation at times and then was able to come back and, you know, play meaningful minutes in the playoffs and everything. But I think it's more just they know he's a good player. And so they're looking to get the best return on investment without screwing up their locker room. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense, and that's sort of what most teams in this kind of position look to do. The only team that I've seen the Celtics interested in in trading with is the Spurs for Jakob Pertl for some reason. I don't know why, but I keep seeing that name. That's the big man move. Jakob Pertl, yes. uh, Spurs guy is averaging about 12-9, and I want to say. Been around the league a little bit. Uh, Fine player, I guess, but... I don't know. Is that is that who is that who you think the team need? I think they need a wing. I think they need a wing before they need Jakob Pertl. And you know, he's a fine player, but like, if that's who you're looking to trade for, I would I would go in a different direction. If it was if it was up to me, I think you need someone there to spell Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and these guys so that they don't get injured or don't get burnt out and don't have to play 38 minutes a night every single night, even in a blowout, because you don't have enough wings to to put in the game. Like that's sort of what I feel like they're at right now. Yeah, the major concern is just the depth and when you get into the playoffs, knowing Al's age and that he can't play back to backs. Uh, realistically, and then looking at Rob Williams and really, you know, Rob, he's just irreplaceable. Uh, The athleticism that he brings to the court is just Al Horford doesn't match it and you're not going to find anybody to match it. But if something should happen to him or if you need to manage his minutes towards the end of the season going into the playoffs or you even have to manage him in the playoffs because he has another soft tissue injury or something like that, you need some kind of upgrade at that position over Luke Cornett. And I know you're not a huge Blake Griffin fan, so I'm surprised that that doesn't uh, that doesn't speak to you more. It's not that I'm not a big fan. I just don't, you know, I mean. You don't get it. He's at the end of his career. Yeah. He's sort of well, playing that's, out the that's string. Why, like... That's why they're looking at names like this. Yeah, and that makes and sense. And he's kind of like a surprisingly athletic big guy when you watch his tape. Blake or Pirtle? Pirtle. Okay. Like, he can move a <laughs> yeah. little bit. He moves better. I'll say this. He moves better than Cornett. Well, with the what does he call it? The, the eclipse. eclipse. The eclipse. Yeah. So the wacky you know, waving inflatable arm it's, flailing. It's tumor. not like a. It's not a blockbuster move, but it's not. They don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Like they they need to find some depth mm-hmm. in very specific positions. But overall, the team's in a really good place. So it's not like. It's not like they're going to have some kind of blockbuster trade. I agree. They're in a good place. The only thing I would say is that the reason why you have to shore up is because you're right. I mean, there are these issues with the health of your big men. And there also may potentially be an issue with the health of one of your stars. And that's where the depth comes in most handy. I think right now they have a ton of depth of point guard. But they don't really need a ton of depth of point guard because Smart's been durable this year, and those other three guys are pretty durable too. I feel I know Brogdon's been hurt a couple of times. Um, White White seems like he's you know in pretty good shape, and I don't know Peyton Pritchard. So long as he's here, I mean he's going to go out there and play. Either way, I think that the Celtics are in fine shape, but it does sort of seem like 
some of this is hanging on by a little thinner of a thread than maybe people want to admit. You know, the the big situation. And, you know, Brown goes down for more than a couple of days, and all of a sudden we're having maybe a different conversation here. And that's a realistic possibility. He gets hurt all the time. So, you know, I just I feel like things are great right now, and they're staying the course, and they should. But anything they can do to kind of uh, shore up that depth, they should consider. And right now there's a logjam of point guard. Yeah, I'm not sure if you look around their conference or even if you look around the league if there's any team that's in a completely different position, you know, in terms of one or two injuries really throwing them out of balance just look at just look at brooklyn and who did better without their star one of their stars there indeed all right joining us right now on the harbor one hotline brought to you by shaws and star market bringing people together around the joys of food your friend and mine the white mamba brian scalabrini joins us here on the program scal how you doing I'm doing well. How are you guys? I'm doing great. I hope you had a nice, uh, nice trip down to Charlotte with all the all the good eating down there. It looked like you guys were having a good time. Um, and now you're back for uh, probably one of the bigger games of the year, Golden State Warriors tomorrow night. Obviously, there's uh, going to be a lot of eyes on this one. Um, how are these Celtics who have been playing so well lately uh, looking at this game? I'm sure it's one they've had circled for a very long time. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, anytime a team knocks you out of the playoffs, it's a rival. They, you know, beating the Celtics on their home court in the NBA Finals, obviously there's a bad taste in your mouth. And the Celtics also got to make sure that they have an avenge loss, you know, to, to the um, regular season game where, where you know the Boston Celtics having a much better season than the Golden State Warriors. But on that one day, um, whenever it was, when they went to Golden State, like, Golden State manhandled the Celtics. They were physical. They moved the ball. The Celtics were just running in mud. So, yeah, I'm sure that this is a big day, and I'm sure the crowd will be ready to go, and it'll be an exciting night. We saw reports from practice uh, today that Jalen Brown did practice. He spoke with the media after. Do you think he'll be available tomorrow night? I hope so. You know, I I always like when you're playing with the big games and and, – that, you know, like that you could have, you know, your best foot out there. I don't know if he'll be available, you know, like those type of things. Like nowadays in, in the NBA, people don't want to risk it anymore. They don't want to re-aggravate the injury and miss another three weeks or anything like that. So, um, I mean, I hope he plays, but, you know, they'll make that decision once, you know, he goes to a, a, a shoot around and a, and a warm-up and determine if he's ready to go. Scal, the Warriors this year are really good at home and really, really bad on the road. Are you surprised yeah. to see that from such a veteran team that's accomplished so much? Well, you know what? They're not a veteran team because they're relying on younger players. True. Yeah, uh, you're, you're right. Like, But if you look at, I think, um, and this was a week ago, you know how these stats, they move around. I think at one point, they're starting five with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, and Kavon Looney. They were the best starting five in the NBA and I, as far as net rating. But that could have dropped off because they, they have struggled a little bit more, like losing some home games since Steph came back and Wiggins. But um, their bench just doesn't give them anything. And I think like you, that team in particular, you know, uh, last year you had Gary Payton II, kind of an older guy, Otto Porter, Bielitsa, Iguodala, like they just had like like guys who knew how to play basketball and guys who could play off of what they currently do. This year, they have younger guys. And, and I don't care like what type of coaching you had. If you're a young, up-and-coming, talented player, most of the time you have the ball in your hand, and now all of a sudden you go to the Golden State Warriors and you've got to figure out how to play off the ball. And, you know, Jordan Poole is, is kind of a guy that that's kind of stands out, but he's really inconsistent. Like there will be nights where – 
who have six, seven turnovers in, in a night, have, you know, shoot 18 shots and only get you 21 points. So, David, they were just expecting more from those guys. But I don't – I can't – if you look at the Western Conference, I just can't quit the Warriors as saying they're not a championship-caliber team. When you watch them, when they're at their best, when they're motivated, they could beat anybody. So I, I know that they're looking at it the regular season and they're just trying to navigate it, and I'm sure they'll kind of trend upwards. But as of right now, their their struggles on the road to me were – I think they were expecting like the younger up-and-coming players – to do more, and they're just not getting that night in and night out. We're talking to Brian Scalabrini. Uh, Scout, how would you predict the rest of the season goes for Peyton Pritchard? Do you think he'll remain a Celtic? And if not, what are the Celtics looking for in terms of uh, return for trade for him outward? Yeah, so that's a, that's a good question from the standpoint of Peyton has been good when any of the – Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Malcolm Brogdon, Marcus Smart, any of those guys are out. He gets the opportunity to play, and he has filled that role. I, I know how hard Pete works, and he has success. He probably wants more of that. So when you say, like, looking for a return, it wouldn't shock me as we get closer to the trade deadline if the Celtics say, you know what, we're just going to try to do right by Peyton Pritchard, maybe get a little bit more size, like maybe a stretch four type of guy and to come in but remember you still have to navigate you know the the regular season and i don't i put peyton pritchard in the category of if a few things happen he could be called on in an nba playoff game and he could deliver in an nba playoff game so it'll be an interesting thing to see if they sort of do right by him and give him opportunity to play at a different place or if they just tell him, like, listen, we drafted you, you're in the contract, we never know what's going to happen, but we just, we just really trust that whatever you can bring to the table, if something were to go wrong, an injury or any type of thing that could happen throughout a playoff run, we, we, want, we want you to be there. So I'm, I'm kind of curious on how it plays out as well. You said do right by him. Does that, do you have any indication that – Pritchard is not happy in his current role with the Celtics? Well, I mean, yeah, and the indication would just be knowing the NBA and where he's been and, and um, you know, what he wants out of, out of this league. I mean, I'm sure as happy as Peyton Pritchard is being on the Boston Celtics and all that stuff, every young player wants to play. And right now, right about this point, contract extensions and all that other stuff come into play. So maybe he hasn't demanded a trade or maybe – um, maybe he's happy here in Boston. I would just assume that a young player as accomplished as him the first his first two years, that he would want more. Scal, what would you say about uh, Joe Mazzulla's performance lately? Um, clearly the team's playing well. Are they responding to him? Yeah, I think, I think Joe's doing a great job, and I think the guys are settling into his coaching style. I think, you know, early on there was this, like, huge controversy about timeouts and stuff like that. Right. I, think he has, I think he has a... Uh, like this is just my personal opinion. I think he has a much better feel on when his team doesn't have like the energy. Yeah, I think the Charlotte game is a good example of that. He banged quick, two quick timeouts in the second quarter. After the second timeout, that was when Rob Williams came in. His energy was up. Everybody's energy was up from 540 uh, left to go in the half. They uh, went on a 36 to 14 run from that point. So, I think he's getting like a better feel for that, uh, but it's just like anything. Like he's, I know in, what he wanted to do early, he wanted to force other coaches to call timeout, so it, it, it makes him lose them. But no, I think uh, 
I think the guys have responded to him, and it, just like anything, he's getting more experience, and I think he's thriving in this role. Uh, in that same, I guess, lane of thought, uh, something that Jason Tatum said after a game a couple days ago stuck with me. He was talking about uh, some of his fingers being banged up and taped and that that was something that he and Brad might fight about if he had to miss time for that. How much of a hand does Brad Stevens have in the day-to-day decisions with the team at this point with Joe Missoula being the interim coach still? I, I think you I think um I think you think that coaches decide who plays and who doesn't play from a from a load management standpoint. I think mm-hmm. that's above I even think that's above uh like even the coaches. Like I think that might even be above Brad, to be honest with you. Like it's I'm sure it's a collaboration, but there's like ten sports scientists that are on our bus. And I hope I'm just getting to know all their names. I've been here for like, you know, ten years. So like they're all in the in the business of making sure they get the most out of the players. And so when you talk about an injury and stuff like that, is there rest days like kind of built in there? I mean, Tatum's going for an MVP, so I think it's a little bit different for him. He might have to push it a little bit more. It's just the way it goes. But, uh, yeah, and I, Joe Mazzula is not making probably a decision on whether Tatum takes a load management day or not. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. probably Brad Stevens, the sports science department, and probably even there's another uh, – you know, checks and balances before that that I don't even know about. So there's like 15 people deciding about Jason Tatum's fingers. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't, and I hope they're all on the same page. So I don't know if it's, I don't know, if, like, but there's a lot that goes into it. Like if you, your fingers bothering you and your body is, you know, like a little bit run down and you can, they, they have these checks and, and these checks and markers, like what's your resting heart rate? What's your elevated heart rate? What's your, like all these things, they, these kids go to school for this. They, they can determine maybe if a player, it would be beneficial for a player and probably against a certain opponent to take a night off. So I, I, I think it's more than just Joe Mazzula chewing the gum deciding, ah, I think Tatum should take today off. Gotcha. Sound, that sounds miserable, honestly, for Joe Mazzula, doesn't it? You have 15 guys <laughs> no. all telling you who to play and when to play him. That would piss me no, off if no, I was a coach. No, 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 no. It's like, like, have you guys noticed? you got to, like, see the Rob Williams thing. On certain nights, it'll be 18, 19. Then you'll see a 27. Right. Then he'll mm-hmm. drop that down to 21. So he just gets, like, I'm sure he gets a card that says, if you do this today, then tomorrow you're going to do that. So you got to kind of decide. Because I, I swear to you, in that Monday game uh, against Charlotte, he, he sat Rob for a big stretch to keep his minutes down. So he, I would, like, I'm just, I don't know the information, but I'll just guess. 28, 27, 28 minutes against Golden State. Then, whatever the following game is, I think it's Toronto, watch him dial back down to 27. Joe Mazzullo wants to play Rob Williams 48 minutes a night. He's that good. But it's just a man. That's how you manage injuries, and that's where you see a Luke Cornett come in four minutes into the game because he's like, today, Rob can't play a ton of minutes. So that's managing the Rob Williams. And I would actually say it's probably better knowing in advance and having like a little bit of a guideline versus, uh, you know, like kind of gauging that on the fly. All right, we'll leave it right there. Then Brian Scalabrini, thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. All right, that's Scal joining us here on the program. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. We'll get to your phone calls next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thanks again to Scal for joining us in that last segment. It's Christian Arkin, Megan Ottolini here till 6 o'clock. Let's go to the phones. Yes? Well, real quick, it does sound awful, doesn't it? What does? So if you're Brad and maybe you're like Tatum's agent uh-huh. and you're trying to work out how many minutes a night Tatum's going to play. Right. And you got 15 dorks. Exercise yeah, I'm actually, um... They're like crunching numbers. I'll never forget this. There was one time, um, I think it was uh, 2018, 2019. Can't remember. Uh, Marcus Smart was coming back from an injury, mm-hmm. and I was at practice when I was at the Herald, and they were having him do the beep test. You know, the oh yes, beep the beep sprints. test, right? Yes, and of course. They, they had like four guys standing there, one with the stopwatch, one with like I'm not getting like a computer, one guy just with like a notepad with like graph paper on it, and I'm like. What the? This is ridiculous. Like, this whole staff for the beep test. Well, you're Marcus testing Martin. his anaerobic. Millions of pieces of data in the blink of an eye. That is right. His uh, anaerobic uh, endurance. We're uh, measuring that. It's here. not. Like, I, I, I'm i glad that they're trying to bring medical science into these decisions. But it's like, come on. No, 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 no. Don't you, do, don't you dare go above 27 minutes with Rob. <laughs> it's just. It's that sounds strange. From like a coaching perspective, you know, you're like, you're there. We got to get this guy into the game. I really could use Rob right now. Uh, actually, uh, he's uh, had enough cardiac output for three days, and you must uh, put him back on the bench. And blah, blah, blah. you know, like that would that would annoy the hell. I bet Greg Popovich loves stuff like that. Too. Oh, I'm sure he does. Uh, I'm sure that he does. And you know what? I'm sure Brad like humors those guys. Like, okay, fellers, I, I hear you. I hear what you're <laughs> saying there with your with your I, fancy calculators. I believe in science. <laughs> Golly, a lot of work really does go into this. Um, yeah, but it does sound like an actual an actual nightmare uh, for for Joe Mazzula. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your phone number. Let's go to the phones and talk to uh, Polly in the truck, who has a thought on the Patriots and Derek Carr. Go ahead, Polly in the truck. How you doing? Hey guys, hey, what do you say, Christian? Hey, Mago. Hey, what's um, up? All right. Well, first, first on Derek Carr. No, 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 and no. He's a guy. He's like a dog or a horse that looks good coming out of the gate, and by the mm-hmm. time they come, he comes around the far turn. He, he's dead, and he starts to fade, and that's it. He's then they got to put him down right on the track, I rather, right? I would right. I would rather have Mac Jones in him. I really would. Mac will fight at least fight to the end. Okay. Okay. And uh, the, I uh, last night last night I saw it was funny. I had a laugh that the only two teams that, that are ahead of us are the Vegas odds where Brady is going to go are the Raiders who we grew up hating or across the, uh, uh, the bay in mm-hmm. San Francisco sure. and the Jets who as an adult. How many times have we heard Tom Brady come to the podium and say, "I hate the Jets." He would have to stoop so low. Either team, especially the the Jets, you know, he's no way 
he's going to stoop and play for the Jets. It's, it's just not going to happen. I think that would so be a – If in the clubhouse, yes. if you lose in the clubhouse, uh, number one right now, unless Belichick pulls his head out of his rectum and is working on this behind the scenes, which I hope he is, and I hope they're trying to get Bill O'Brien here, the right coordinator for mm-hmm. Tommy and Gronk. But it, I think the leader in the clubhouse right now is Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Paul. <laughs> Tennessee Titans, leader in the clubhouse. I'll tell you what. They're very lucid and put together. I think we cut it off right there. For the Thank for that Paul. division, if you're going to pick a division in the AFC, that's probably the one, right? That's probably the one you want to be in if you're Tom Brady. You don't want to be in the East. You don't want to be competing with Allen and Mm-mm. you know the Dolphins and all that. You definitely don't want to be uh, in the North with Joe Burrow and Jackson, assuming Jackson stays. And uh, you know for the for the uh, West, you know you got Mahomes there. I think it's weird for him to have Rabel as a coach. Um, maybe it might also be perfect. Yeah, no, I'm you know, not, I'm like not that could be perfect for him. Kind of, you know. Sometimes working for friends. I'll tell you what. I'm sure he's not thrilled with the wide receiver room over there. You know, <laughs> like yeah. it's not exactly a not exactly a fun place to go if you're a quarterback likes to sling it. If you like to hand off, great. Uh, Mac Jones probably love it over there. Um, let's go to Mike, who is in Connecticut, who has a Celtics stock. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, good evening, uh, both of you guys. Hope you have a good night. Uh, so I heard you guys talking earlier about you know people that we can kind of pick up, and I'm kind of I'm not really on the Jakob Purtle train. Uh, I think he's a quality player, but we don't need like another big stiff. I mean, he's he's better than Luke Cornett, but he's not really a different style player than Cornett. If you can't get a super athletic big to come in, uh, kind of the backup Rob Williams, I think you've got to go for, like, you've got to almost got to copy the 0708 method and go get, like, a tough veteran that's kind of been through the, the ringer a little bit. Um, and a guy that I wouldn't mind trying to, like, kick the tires on again. I know he's a retread, but why not go get Jay Crowder? That's fine um, with me. A big physical guy. He can hit the three. You can kind of play him at the, the two, three, and the four, depending on the lineup, especially if you want to go small ball. You can put him at the four. He, he's not going to back down from anybody. He can knock down the shots. He's not happy out in Phoenix. And then another guy, and again, I don't know the salary cap implications, but another guy been tied to the, the Celtics in the last year is like Harrison Barnes. He, he's got finals experience. He's a veteran. He's kind of, kind of been through with Golden State. He's another guy. He's a good stretch for you. Bring him in here. He kind of, kind of fits that role of what we're looking for. So, I, you know, depending on all the buyout candidates that you're going to see coming in the next few weeks, right. those are the two guys. Oh, Mike, your phone's crapping out, but before it did, I thought you made some great points, and I thought those were two very good suggestions. I thought I would he was going to say Daniel Tice. Uh, no, no, not Daniel Tice. I'm all set with Daniel yeah. Tice. Yeah. I, I like the Crowder idea. I like Crowder I, and Barnes. Milwaukee and the Sixers are both in rumors about looking to acquire him. So I saw that. Be around. The Bucks are probably going to get him. Mm-hmm. I think it seems like there's a lot of... Woj was reporting on the Milwaukee. I didn't see that about the Sixers, but I definitely saw that Milwaukee's in on him, and they'll probably do what it takes to get him. Milwaukee... They really go out and pursue teams and players, and they get who they want. I mean, they've they've been good about that in the past, and I think that uh, you got to watch out for them around the deadline. They'll be an active team. So Harrison Barnes is in the last uh, year of his deal, currently $18 million uh, cap hit, as opposed to Jay Crowder. Last year of his deal is a $10 million cap hit. Okay. Um, money-wise, I mean, I think you could maybe make it work somehow if you wanted to. Uh, you'd have to make the right trade. I'd have to pop something into the trade machine and see what actually worked out there. You wouldn't be getting them straight up for Peyton Pritchard, that's for sure. No. Uh, the money wouldn't work there, but you could figure it out. You could figure out a way if you wanted to. It's a fit, though. I like it. It and is. I, and it's like Brad is clearly not opposed to retreads. Right. You know, Tice. That's why around, I thought the caller was going to say Daniel Tice. Yeah, like it's... He's comfortable with that. Yeah, and I think sort of what this territory this goes into here where you have to be careful is what's it going to take? What are you going to have to give up to get 
a guy like that, a sixth man or, you know, a second unit guy, and do you want to upset this apple cart enough just to do that? That's that's when the question sort of comes into question. Would you put him at sixth man? Would you put him behind Grant? Eaton, would I put uh, Crowder? Mm-hmm. I'd have Crowder playing over Grant, yeah. I don't know if I would. I know I that I sounds crazy, but I, I, I feel like they're actually kind of similar in what they bring to the table at this point. Maybe. I think Grant's probably a better shooter, but I think that, I don't know, Crowder moves okay, a little Grant bit better. Can, and Grant can, can shoot from one spot on the court. Yeah. It's Corner office. Ridiculous. Although, you know, Grant's mid, mid-range mid jumpers looked pretty good this year. Maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, giving Grant too much, uh, not giving Everybody him Everybody hates Grant. It's actually made me zag. <laughs> and after hearing, like, seeing how willing Grant is to make an ass of himself, I'm kind of, like, swerving back around on Grant Williams. Any teams want, any teams interested in training for him? <laughs> Anybody want Grant Williams? I wonder about that. Uh, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Quick break. We'll come back, get to more of your phone calls, and we will reset on the news of the day. The Patriots got some names. In fact, there's we got a, a new, new name. name. There's a new name there's to add name. to throw into the ring. We'll tell you all about that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 